Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode, a bonus episode, in fact, of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I continue to be your host, little-known cartoonist Ken Holtzhauser. And this is a bonus episode partly to check in on people who are suffering in one way or another from the outbreak of COVID-19. I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, For those of you who are sheltered at home, uh, please hang in there. You don't feel like you're doing much, but believe me, you're doing everything you can do. And for those of you who are working, particularly in the medical profession or other professions where you are looking after the welfare of others, thank you. Now, COVID-19 is actually part of what brings this episode together because I have just seen word that frontman Adam Schlesinger, of formerly of Fountains of Wayne, Uh, Some reports are saying that he is in a medically induced coma due to COVID-19. His lawyer has said that he is not in a coma, but he is on uh, a respirator and he has been tranquilized. Uh, We'll let other people decide what the uh, difference is for that. But what that means to me is I'm going to take this opportunity to salute one of my favorite bands of all time for this episode, which is the Fountains of Wayne. I, I discovered the Fountains of Wayne in the late 90s. Uh, there was that sort of a shiny pop music that was coming along at the time. It was, it was a little bit alternative. It was uh, really either snarky and biting or just uh, carefree and fun. And I always thought that Fountains of Wayne had that going for them in spades. They never really broke big in the United States like I feel like they deserved to. But, I mean, they did have their one hit, so they get to live as one-hit wonders, I suppose. But, nonetheless, um, basically, uh, the Fountains of Wayne mostly 
for the for the purposes of my conversation are Adam Schlesinger and lead singer Chris Collinswood. They are the principal songwriters of the songs. Uh, they work together in a sort of Lennon McCartney style, which uh, for everything that that suggests is what that means. Um, they did bright. Uh, shiny, fun music. Uh, they came together in the mid-90s to form the Fountains of Wayne, which is named after a lawn ornament store in Wayne, New Jersey. Actually, I think that uh, that place was even in an episode of The Sopranos one time. So yes, the Fountains of Wayne is a real place. Uh, and unfortunately, it's no longer a business, so you can't go see it. In 96, they released a self-titled debut, which I... Which I picked up. Um, I saw ads for it in uh, magazines with a little kid with a towel wrapped around his neck playing like he's a superhero. So naturally I had to give that a look and I really enjoyed the kind of breezy pop music that was on it, particularly uh, the song Joe Ray. (laughs) I remember very fondly from that record. Uh, The big, the big one hit with uh, 1999's Utopia Parkway, which might be one of the most perfect albums ever. Certainly one of the most perfect albums of the 90s. Um, It's a record about uh, modern-day suburbia, uh, trying to do breezy, fun pop songs about uh, working in a cubicle or... or, uh, knowing people who, uh, you know, work at the laser show or something like that. It's, it's the thing that is the key to the success of the fountains of Wayne to me is that yes, many of their songs are very funny and, uh, they're very poppy, which means when they get to something poignant, it hits just a little bit harder. There's a song on utopia parkway about, uh, the prom that is unexpectedly bittersweet amidst all of that. There's great fun songs like Denise or Lost in Space or Red Dragon Tattoo, which was probably a big, the big song of the time. I remember Stephen King at the time was a huge fan of Red Dragon Tattoo, but um, still not really a, a lot of critical success, but not really a lot of commercial success. Uh, that same year, um, or actually the year of their self-titled debut, excuse me, in 96 is when Adam Schlesinger uh, gave one of his bigger contributions to pop music by writing and producing That Thing You Do. Adam uh, has a real gift for production. He's produced a lot of albums for a lot of artists um, and was nominated for a Golden Globe and an Oscar for That Thing You Do. In fact, I think he's been nominated for an Oscar and an Emmy and a Tony and a Grammy. Um, Not quite an EGOT, but uh, being nominated for all of those is really spectacular. Um, For for most people who are listening, I think it's 2003's Welcome Interstate Managers is probably the album that they cue in on because of their huge one-hit ubiquitous song, Stacy's Mom. Uh, Stacy's mom was, according to Adam Schlesinger, a, uh, a tribute to the cars. And when I got to see them live, they would do Stacy's mom. And then when they got into the uh, instrumental, it would sort of segue into the cars, just what I needed. And uh, I never really made the connection to those songs until that moment. Um, it was a great, 
it was a great song, a funny video, and I think they ended up getting um, nominated for Grammys for Best New Artist and Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group for Stacey's Mom, despite the fact that they weren't really all that new. They were sort of new because after Utopia Parkway stalled, they got dropped by their label and spent a little time trying to find another one. And being dropped by the label really affected Chris Collingwood the hardest. He, um, around this time, ended up having some problems with um, his mental wellness. And he was also abusing alcohol at the time by his own admission. And things got, uh, things got very tense with the group. Uh, it's part of what kept Fountains of Wayne for, from ever kind of scaling that success again. Uh, they put out a couple of great records since then, uh, Collinswood saying that he was not really much of an active participant in those records. He has since um, gotten um, better spiritually and uh, physically as far as uh, substance abuse and is in fact even recording a new album right now, so I certainly wish him the very best. Adam Schlesinger went on to continue to do more... Um, television and movie music. He has been nominated for a Daytime Emmy for writing an original song for Sesame Street, of all things. Uh, He did win an Emmy for a song called I Wonder from Sesame Street as well. He did a a soundtrack for uh, a Stephen Colbert television special, A Colbert Christmas, The Greatest Gift of All. And um, he, I mentioned That Thing You Do, um, he was nominated for a Tony for doing the music for a Broadway version of Crybaby. Uh, he was, as I understand it, working on songs uh, for uh, a, a musical adaptation of The Nanny, of all things, when he, he got sick. He was in New York working on that. And New York, as you know, is a kind of an epicenter for COVID-19, and it's hitting pretty hard. Another thing that many people might... Um, want to latch on to is uh, his production of uh, the 2016 Monkees album Good Times which was uh, a surprise to a lot of music critics not necessarily to fans but he clicked into that that sound and created the kind of sunshiny pop that uh, well that Monkees fans have been waiting for for a long time he's contributed music to all either writing or producing for all kinds of movies. Uh, A previous episode uh, that I did was about the movie Josie and the Pussycats that he produced music for and wrote some music for. He's uh, written songs for artists as diverse as Elmo and Nicki Minaj. He is um, he's a very talented person who has created a great deal of music that I really treasure and enjoy. So hearing that he is unwell right now from COVID-19 uh, has, well, it is it has bothered me in the way that all of these uh, illnesses have bothered. You hear stories of people who are struggling and fighting and please keep struggling and please keep fighting. The world needs you. No matter who you are, no matter where you're at right now, the world is better with you than without you. Get well soon, Adam. Everybody out there, please be well. 
And for those of you who miss my normal type of episodes, that's all right. I've got another one coming out today, which is about Godzilla movies. So enjoy. Uh, I have been little known cartoonist, Ken Holzhauser. Please be safe, all of you. And we'll catch you next time on No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. Since recording this episode, I have learned that Adam Schlesinger uh, has passed away at the age of 52 from complications due to the coronavirus or COVID-19. It's always sad when an artist leaves the world because you think of the, uh, the artwork that will never be created. You think of songs that nobody is going to get to sing or music nobody gets to hear. But truthfully, the loss of anyone diminishes us all. This has been a particularly rough time, and it's going to get rougher. I know. So please, let's hold on to each other. (laughs) In spirit, if not in person. And what I said before still stands. The world is better with you in it. So stay safe. Rest in peace, Adam Schlesinger. I was a fan. Looking for something new and exciting in comics? Perhaps that other dynamic duo, The Quick and the Dad. It's a love letter to the DC, Marvel, Archie, and Harvey comics of my youth. Available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com. Within the pages of The Quick and the Dad, you will find supervillains, dad jokes, strange, exciting worlds, really goofy supervillains, and bad puns. I promise. Each issue will delight and confound you in equal measure, and it's available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com.